When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Vikings vent line. It's back. We had a little uh, bye week, if you will, last week. Old Dex tweets, what's going on, everyone? Had to take a little vacation, got some sunshine, got out of Minnesota in this freezing cold and snow, and uh, went down to saw the brother. Now we're back here on Vikings vent line, which we do every Sunday on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. The off-season edition of Vikings vent line still rolls on in the same time slot, Sunday, 9 a.m., right here on the YouTube channel or on the Purple Daily podcast feeds, whether that's Apple, Spotify, the Score North app is a central hub for everything we do. Uh, and if you'd like to get in on a future episode of Vikings Ventline, my guy Brandon's going to join us here in just a bit to talk some uh, off-season draft speculation and other things Vikings Ventline related. You can shoot me an email for the YouTube audience. It's scrolling across the bottom of the screen right now. And for the audio audience, it's Vikings Ventline at gmail.com. We do this show during the Vikings season with Mackie Judd and myself. We bring on Vikings fans to mostly talk about the game and uh, whatever comes to mind. So if you'd like to get in on one of these future episodes of Vikings Ventline, please shoot me an email. I'd love to talk to as many Vikings fans as possible. I talked to so many fans from around the globe, basically, that I'd love to hear from you as well. So whether you've been on before or you're looking to get on for the first time, shoot me an email. It's vikingsventline at gmail.com. All right, let's get my guy Brandon in here. Brandon's a veteran. Brandon, you've been on Vikings Ventline uh, before. You've been on off-season editions. You were on uh, after the Packers game earlier this season. So welcome back to the show, man. Thanks for having me. Glad to be back. Yeah, we, you and I were talking off mic. It's been a busy weekend here at Score North. There was Judd's Hockey Show trades. There was normal radio or uh, podcasting programming, I should say, between Mackie, Judd, and Purple Daily. But you and I are now uh, excited to talk a little bit of Vikings so if you want any of the other info I just talked about, go subscribe to this channel. Go check out Score North uh, for some bonus Mackie and Judd and Vikings conversations. Uh, but it is Combine Week, Brandon. I uh, got the Combine yes, going sir. on. Dudes are running 40-yard dash times, three-cone drills, the bench press, which I'm so glad I do not have to do. Uh, so the NFL draft is about two months out here. Uh, Vikings have the 23rd pick. They have no second-round selection. So I'm just going to ask you an overarching theme here. What do you want to see the Vikings do at the draft this season? Oh, man. Honestly, I would. Uh, that's kind of a loaded question for me. It kind of comes in stages. I would love the, pre, like the draft process for the Vikings to start pre-draft. I kind of want the Wilfs to go by like a sheep farm. <laughs> so every single day they can take Kwesi out there and the Wilfs they can go pet little lambs and understand what fleecing is. I would love them to really get familiar with some fleece. Because I know Kwesi says, hey, you know, uh, we don't really want to just break the bank or 
ruin relationships and stuff like that. I'm not saying ruin relationships, but guys, get familiar with fleecing. And we don't have to be the ones that get fleeced. I am still salty a little bit about last year of, of trading in division. Yeah. When you had Hamilton sitting there and, and as far as safety, I, I, I know Lewisine is still TBD. But uh, when, when that Detroit trade came through and I was like, oh, thank you. We got their next year's first rounder for them to move up that much. And we really didn't get a whole lot. I was kind of a little befuddled. So for this year, I'd love the Wills to buy that sheep farm. I actually would love to see them hire Billy Garen for just this <laughs> short season. Please. He is, the, I, I don't care if he doesn't know a lick of football, but what the stuff he's been able to pull off for the wild, point. hire him for like just two days during the, or three days during the draft. And just be like, Billy, tell us what to do, man. And, and the, the stuff he pulled off, how you got a second round pick for Jordan Greenway. The man's <laughs> a magician. Good for you, Billy. So I'd love them to see, uh, see him do that. But honestly, when it comes down to the draft, I would, I, I I'm not saying, they should trade down. I really don't know what Quace is going to do. Everybody says he's going to trade down. I would love them to just pick the best player. BPA. If there's a great, like, I know we got JJ at 22. We got Christian Jarasa at 23. These are, these are all pro players here mm-hmm. in that range. And you don't have to trade down. I know everybody keeps projecting that we're going to do um, or, or nab a cornerback. Um, or, or even, uh, my guy, Jordan Addison, boy, he's got some silky mitts. If we want to take some hockey analogies, that guy can snag it up there. So I, for me, I would love for them to take the best player, even if it's a defensive lineman personally, since we don't have a lot of draft capital, I would love for them to, if, if the cornerbacks are falling off, if the wide receivers are falling off, uh, I, nobody, nobody's really talking about us taking any defensive edge or D-line D player. I would love our trenches to be absolutely rock solid because everybody keeps talking about life after Kirk. Well, what's going to happen to our team once Kirk is gone? Is our is our D-line just going to be rock steady? Is our offensive line ready for that new quarterback to come in and protect them? And, and I would love for them to see the long, build the long term and take the best player available, even if it's a defensive lineman or even somebody on the offensive line uh, even though I know they drafted Ingram and he kind of uh, drove the struggle bus a little bit, um, but take the ble- take the best player. I like that. So and also, and you, you brought up a good point. Fleece some other teams, right? You don't want to see the Vikings get fleeced like they potentially did with the Detroit Lions. And they made that trade in the first round last year. Can you find a sucker, right? Can you find someone who's going to do something dumb? And I look at franchises who are prone at doing something dumb. Like I look at maybe the Panthers could do something dumb. The Jets could do something dumb, right? Can Quasi pick up that Wall Street phone, basically put on that Wall Street broker voice and figure out what type of stocks can I exchange here and what type of things can I pry away from you to make you better and deeper at the draft? So I love that first idea. The second of being BPA, best player available. Um, So you mentioned defensive line. I wouldn't mind a wide receiving target as well. Do you feel like the Vikings should, with their defense kind of still being completely in the gutter, that they should be prioritizing that defense more? Or does it does it not matter to you? Because by the time they're on the clock at 23, you just want to see whoever is number one on that draft board, that's the guy they want to take. Um, I, For me, I, I'm not going to sit here and be like I'm a draft savant. I don't <laughs> know what the value is of this 
of this draft. I know there, I know there's names just because I, I like football. I like looking at, uh, you know, different players or, or just different projections. So if there is value of trading down where you're going to get something there and, and it's going to be worth it, I would like to see them long-term. For me, what I'm most excited about really is to see Kwesi's guys in, as far as the scouts. Last year, he didn't have all his scouting uh, uh, crew in there. So to see kind of his long-term plan, like I think of a, you know, a guy that could get overlooked. Just looking at him, don't really know a whole lot, but he, he keeps popping up. That guy, uh, Brian Breesey out of Clemson, mm-hmm. a de- defensive lineman. So let's say Jordan Addison's gone or, you know, the guys that they were talking about, the cornerbacks, Cam Smith and, and Deontay Banks and, and those kind of players. Well, this guy, this guy was a one-man wrecking crew. I think he's like 6'4", like 305 pounds. You put him in a weight room and get him up to like 315 over, you know, over 310 or three bills. It's just like, you know, here's a guy who could really, uh, you know, solidify us long term. And you still have that uh, defensive end um, out of SoCal, uh, Nolan Smith. Um, somebody was projecting him kind of like a Daniil Hunter, long, lanky. Uh, obviously, you're not going to get him in the third round, but I love them to just to to not just stick defense. I love Judd's idea of pairing up a wide receiver with JJ. Um, even though I did say, hey, Kwesi might trade JJ. I said that before. I got kind of got crucified for it, but that's all right. I was like, you know what? You never know. Is Kwesi wheeling and dealing? Um, I, if Billy was here, he would be like, heck no. But uh, but I, I would just love them to take a best play, player available and um, just see value there. I, I don't think they have enough to to trade up and and to risk the farm later down the road. So that actually segues into a good point here. Of okay, so the draft plan's one thing, but then how does the draft also affect what they are going to do with Kirk Cousins? Right. So obviously he's entering the lame duck year. Um, they could extend him. They could ride it out. It sounds like a short term extension is not in the cards uh, for them, at least as of right now. That's what Tom Pelissero reported earlier uh, this week. So I guess from your side. And I know you've made some thoughts about Kirk on with other event line episodes before, but what do you think the Vikings should do here, Brandon? Should they extend him? Should they let it ride? What, what should their plan be with Kirk Cousins going forward? Their plan first should be to call. I don't care if it's Judd. I don't care if it's Phil. I don't care if it's you. Have them get your opinion. They will need to hear their opinion, and I will buy his bus ticket back to Michigan. I love you, Kirk. Dude, you, you've been great. If, if we have one more year for for you, you do that. Um, uh, I, I know there's Kirk Cousins stands and fans out there. I, I really did appreciate and love what he did, but I, I will pound the table saying that fourth and eight, the last play of the season, will save the Vikings' future because that showed you exactly what you needed to know. Exactly. And so for me, I have appreciated the time that we've had him. Deuces, man. We paid you a lot of money. Can't do it anymore. We need a team. We need to build this team. We need to be in it for the long haul and uh, and go from there. So, nope, I, I'm cool. Ride this out. Or even, yeah, like you guys have been talking about, trade them to San Francisco. Sneaky team, even though they're uh, murderous uh, over the cap, is the Dolphins. I would, I, would, I would think Kirk would be like, you know, no state tax. Maybe go to Miami. <laughs> yeah. a, little, a, little south, a little south beach action. Um, if there's a way you could get them to Miami, you could get their second rounder and maybe next year's first for that. 
Um, but obviously the cap would have to be kind of uh, hurdled over there. But that's not my worry. I'm a Vikings fan, not a uh, Dolphins fan. So they can figure that out. Dude, it was pretty nuts uh, because he had such a good season. I think he changed so much of his perception with the fourth quarter comebacks and, and the epic game-winning drives. And then for him just to... And also, who played? He played extremely well in the wild card game, as it, too. Like the defense stunk, he played very well. But it is kind of Pete Kirk Cousins for that last play of that's that's how we're going to remember this. That's how we're going to go out. I understand the pocket was collapsing. Kurt Warner did an excellent breakdown. I'd rather throw a heave ball. I'd rather throw a fifty-fifty ball to one of your playmakers and JJ or KJ Osborne than throw just the damn check down on the side, which you have gotten away from. And that's kind of sour grapes for me. I think personally, they ride it out. I, I just don't think there's. Um, a good idea to extend them anymore. It, they tried it. It didn't work. They don't really have a great succession plan immediately. So just ride it out. And if Kirk has a problem with that, well, then let's entertain a trade call and, and open up that new can of worms. But to be honest, I don't think it's wise for them to extend them. I don't think it's wise for them to just completely give them away at this second. I think you ride it out. And if, and if he plays lights out again and you want to have a conversation with him in the offseason about extending him, okay, let's have that conversation then. But I think personally, it's it's just time to ride it out. And it's been five, six years now. You haven't gotten to the NFC title game. He was supposed to be the final piece on a Super Bowl roster. And the defense might have eroded, but it but it's his job as a quarterback to kind of overcome some of those things. He did a lot of good he did a lot of good overcoming them last season. Uh, but I just don't know how much longer I can continue to pay a quarterback uh, who's now gonna be thirty five years old more big time money when he doesn't really move the needle that well to being an elite guy. So I think it's, I'm kind of with you, man. I think it's time, it's time to move on. Here's the thing that, that I do appreciate about Kirk. The dude is a professional. He, he is not, uh, he, he might may sulk on the sideline and, and times like that. But when, when I don't, I don't foresee him pulling the strong arm card of saying, I'm not playing, I'm going to sit. So, so that that is, and I'm not saying you take advantage of it, but it is kind of an advantage for the Vikings knowing that this guy uh, signed the contract. He means what he says. He 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 does what he says. So uh, if you want to ride him out, it's not like he's just going to start chucking games or start pouting on the sideline, unless we see a new Kirk this year. But uh, that's one thing I do appreciate. Like just ride it out, and like you said, if 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 at the end of the season. Uh, you can have that conversation again, but I, I appreciate that there's adults in the room saying, yeah, we're not going to, we're not going to keep doing this Kirk. So let's also talk about what they want to do the rest of this offseason, right? So they have obviously their draft strategy plan here, future at quarterback, I guess a little bit still up in the year. Um, they still have to clear some cap room. They might have to say some good, say some goodbyes, some veteran players, uh, but Brandon, what do you want to see the Vikings do this offseason? What's kind of the overarching theme you want to see them accomplish? Um. Uh, some people hate this because they always want to win every year, which I'm not saying I don't want to win every year. Uh, but as far as the way this team is presently constructed, I would like them to to invest into young players and not saying you can't win with young players. But I, I would love to see the development phase of, you know, you guys have talked to, talked about it ad nauseum of of w- these players that we've drafted. Where's the growth? Where's the so this offseason, I would love to see some leaps and bounds steps from some of these young players and stop leaning on the crutch of these old, slower players that are costing us arms and legs uh, just to have on our team. I would love to, over this offseason, I would love for them to make some good business 
moves. I understand you're dealing with people, you're dealing with families, but for you to win a Super Bowl, it it, it has to be that delicate balance of, of finances and dealing with people and and making sure they're happy and we're all happy and we're all striving to one thing, and that's to win Lombardi's. So uh, I would love for them to bring in um, some younger guys. I don't even care if it's on their second contracts. Um, Obviously, they got to play the position. The position they're acquired for. Uh, I would love this offseason. I I would say I'd love to see what Brian Flores does with uh, if they keep Daniel or even uh, even some like Brian Osamoa. We don't know if he can play, but um, I'm looking most forward to to that to the offseason talk of hey, this player's on the rise, or man, this player sucks. I think we're so. I know it's all Minnesota nice, but. We get we get fan favorites into into some of these players. I, I kind of want to be a little more realistic of, hey, you're not pulling the weight. And I would love for them to bring in some competition from from outside veterans, uh, young veterans, I should say, you know, probably on their second year contract. I'd love for them to cut bait on some older guys that we have and uh, kind of see more projected long term stuff that, you know, two or three years, all of a sudden we, you know, we're a force to be reckoned with. On the Flores front, uh, how many of these guys do you want to kind of see stay here? Like, what what should the future be for someone like Harrison Smith, or even I know someone younger like Zadarius Smith? Kind of, do you want to see Brian Flores sink their teeth in these guys and try to get more out of them, or is it time to maybe move on and, to your point, get younger in the draft or find other free agents? Kind of, what players do you want to see Brian Flores really type try to get his teeth into and make better football players? Um. To be honest, I don't really know how great they fit within his system as far as aggressive. Me, I can say I love Harrison Smith. I've always loved his attitude of what he brings, but he's expensive. Mm-hmm. Me, I'm just curious. I would totally be fine if I like in like in Billy G. We trust. Uh, you know, uh, I would say Brian Flores. If you think they all need to be cut and washed out, and you 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 know you make your soup the way you want to make it i'm all for that so for me to sit here and say uh this is what i want to see i want to win games man i i don't care how they do it i don't care how if if it's bringing i would if i'm leaning one way i would like them to go younger and cheaper and uh uh, be a powerhouse for for years to come not just a one-year little oh that was nice we we were you know 10 and 7 or 11 and 6 I I want to see a little more long-term, uh, young, fast, uh, just wrecking crews. That would be me personally. How like about it. you? You know, I would like to see them keep Daniil. I think I think I want to keep Harrison Smith, right? I, I personally think um, there's enough at that position and, and what he's been able to accomplish that there's still a little bit juice, more juice left in that tank. Um, I don't think it'd be wise to just completely kick the can down or eat all this dead money that they could potentially do. Like guys like Kendricks and Hicks, those are easy decisions for me. I think just their contracts are set up that it's time to move on from. Um, but I don't think you can completely gut it. And then even with a guy like Flores, who's a pretty damn good defensive coordinator, I don't think you can just turn it completely around uh, as well overnight. It's going to be a little bit more of a process. That being said, if the ceiling is the Vikings defense going from like 30th in the NFL to 18th in the NFL. I mean, that's kind of what all people have been asking for it to be the last few seasons. They're not asking for it to be a top five unit like it was uh, under Mike Zimmer at its peak. It's just more of, can it be passable? Can it be a league average defense again? 
which it hasn't really even sniffed at being since 2019. So Flores kind of faces a tall task of turning around that defense. So I personally think, you know, keeping some of those guys like Daniil and Harrison Smith are important. Getting better at cornerback is going to be a little bit tough overnight, but you just kind of got to take some of those lumps. And I think Flores should hopefully turn it around and make that unit a lot better going forward. By the way, a quick shout out to our friends at Dennis Kirk and DennisKirk.com. Motorcycle parts, accessories, great apparel options too at Dennis Kirk. Go check out Dennis Kirk and DennisKirk.com, a proud sponsor of Purple Daily and Vikings Ventline. Get ready for one incredible night of rock with Static X. Seven Dust. Machine Killer North American Tour. Saturday, May 18th. Myth Live. With special guests, Dope and Lines of Loyalty. Tickets on sale now at MythLive.com or eTix.com. Don't miss Static X and Seven Dust. Um, Brandon, before we wrap here, any other final thoughts? Any other things uh, you'd like to get off your chest you haven't been able to express yet? It's been a few months since you've been on Vikings Ventline. Anything else you'd like to get off your chest before we wrap up here? Probably the only other thing um, in the Vikings offseason that I'd, I'd really probably like to see. I would love for you, Mackie, and Judd to get in a room and, and with with uh, somehow get in there with Quasey <laughs> and get in there with Vikings.com guys and just banter back and forth. Oh, my gosh. I would actually probably pay money to see that, to see uh, to see a real live debate. Now, obviously, Quasey's keeping his cards pretty tight to the chest. I would love to see that. Uh, but uh, things to get off my chest, um, I, we've seen it time and time again. The same old, same old. I'm ready for fresh. I'm ready for new. Uh, it's okay for, for I, again, going back to that Minnesota nice. It's okay to look at the, these players and to be critical and just say, it's not like we're trying to be mean or just say they're worthless people that's not what we're saying we're like your your job at at your position you're not doing so great (laughs) so we're we're not trying to just blast you as a human but i i would like i would like to see a little bit more um uh, direction and guidance uh all in all not just with old players uh which which oh before i leave i does this not concern you a little bit Uh, like i love that they're asking jj um, his thoughts and opinions. Yeah. You got a superstar player, but this, if you rewind the clocks, this reminds me actually of Chuck Fletcher and with, with Suter uh, and with Parisi. Yeah. And it, that was the, that was the start. I'm not saying this will happen. I, I feel like the Vikings are a good, uh, more solid organization and they have a stronger leadership in that sense, but how it created this parody between, uh, Suter and the rest of the team and Parisi and the rest of the team, will this, now uh, JJ said, I'm all about winning, but will this cause that divisiveness of, oh, JJ's the one calling the shots? And and is it, uh, does it not, does it not put something a little bit in your spirit saying, ooh, that's good, but if left unchecked, this could be something that, that brews and actually divides the team. Your thoughts on that? So I, I don't think uh, with JJ, it, it's much of a bigger issue. You know, Prezi and Suter were veteran players who I wouldn't say were completely past the hill by any means, but we're kind of known for just not being good locker room dudes either. So mm-hmm. I don't think JJ is one of those type of dudes. I understand the type of 
difficult dance it could be when you're involving players' decision-making into roster construction and whose influence do you want there. I think J.J. is such a special premier player that it's probably wise to include him on some of those conversations. How much he's being included on, I guess we don't know, but I definitely don't want him in on everything. But I do think if, if they're planning a succession plan here at quarterback, they should probably ask Justin Jefferson, what are your thoughts on this? And his isn't, doesn't have to be complete gospel of whether he says yes or no on any idea because it's not his job to worry about that. I don't think it's going to be something like that. If it was someone like Thielen for me, or if it was even someone like um, another veteran player that I'm blanking on right now, I think I'd have more of an issue with that. But I think at this stage in his career, and given how good Justin Jefferson has been, doesn't really strike me as good as the similar situation you're talking about with Parisi and Suda, where it eventually blew up um, and it just wasn't a good idea. I I don't think I I don't sense that personally from a guy like Jefferson. So at this point, uh, which I I agree I I I can respect that point, uh, but if gun to the head, who's who who would your pick be at this point at twenty three? With all the mock drafts. Uh, I would probably would take either Jackson, Smith, Najigba, or Jordan Addison. Personally, I would, t- I would take oh. a wide out, basically is what I'm saying. I'd take a wide out, or if one of the better defensive end falls to you, I, w- I would go that route. I'd probably go wide receiver defensive end. So so then is JJ in the draft room this year? Yeah, or at least his influence is on what they want to do. I don't know if he's in the war okay. room, but I think his influence yep. is 100% part of that ordeal. If the board starts falling and they pick up the phone and text them, or if he's in the room with them, obviously even better. But yeah, I think his influence would be would be influenced there for sure. I think I think we can all we can lay this to rest super easy. You guys just need to get Randy from Cottage Grove on and just have him tell us who the Vikings are drafting, and then we can just be like, we don't have to wait for another two months. Just Randy, tell us tell us who they're drafting, because dude, you keep you keep hitting on every single draft. It seems like, well, most of them. Just tell us who they're drafting, so then we don't have to always wonder. Yeah, I I, I think. Jordan Addison, if he's there, uh, yeah, I'd like him. I'd like for them to take him. I'd like for him to take him. I like everybody it, keeps projecting cornerbacks, but no. A quick shout out to to my brother Brody. Uh, just kind of like brother Liam again. That's a, still something I would pay for. See brother Liam and my brother Brody <laughs> to to battle back and forth. Oh, oh, he would love that. That would just be that would just be candy. I would love but, that. Uh, no, uh, shout out to my wife and my buddies, Ryan, Rich, and Sam. Again, they, they're sick of us talking football, but got to purple daily. It's got to happen every day. So right. I appreciate you guys. Also, I just, you know, I want, who's the guy that thanks? Oh, you got to thank me. Thank yourself. Thank me, myself. <laughs> and I'll, no, I'm not going to be that egotistical, but no, appreciate, uh, appreciate you guys and all that you do. Keep, keep grinding. And, uh, yeah. Good luck on the marriage, man. Thank you. If you need marital, if you need marital advice, don't ask Jed. Yeah, that's that's a good that's a good plan. I'll probably defer to, uh, to Phil Mackey. They're a little closer in age, and it makes a lot more sense. Brandon, thanks for coming on, dude. Appreciate your thoughts. Let's get you on again on Vikings Vent Line. If you anyone wants to come on a future episode, shoot me a note. It's Vikings Vent Line at gmail.com. Uh, this is Daily Vikings Entertainment, where we want to see the Vikings win a Super Bowl before we dive back at full strength on Monday.